0: Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Happy Monday! We are officially almost halfway through this year now, because oh it's June. Oh my god, right? Yeah.
1: Can you believe this? Where what is we going already?
0: I remember as a kid, it never went this fast. And now that I'm older, it's just...
1: Remember how our parents always said, don't wish your life away. When mm-hmm. you get older, it goes faster and you never believed them. And then now here we are. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: like, yep. They knew stuff. You know, who knew? They did. You know, I wish I wish more kids would listen to their parents. But it's
1: one of those things that it never clicks until it happens to you. Because I yeah. know we all did the same thing. I'm sure your kids do the same thing. They'll get to your age and go, "Yep, yeah, dad was right.
0: Yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. That's fine. Uh, It's part of living life. Yeah. Before we get in too deep, uh, I wanted to bring up two things. One, I wanted to apologize for the audio last week because if you happen to be listening and my voice sounded a little funny and you heard some clicks, I don't know what happened. But Lace, she sounded just fine. So it it was all on my end. All her dulcet tones. But yeah, I apologize for that. I there was no way I could fix it beyond what I did. So if if it bothered you, it bothered me too. It probably bothered me a hell of a lot more than it bothered you. So I beat myself. But thank you up.
1: for championing through, because you know that's not usual. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and I hope I hope some of you went all the way to the very, 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 very end, because you know sometimes I like to throw in little Easter eggs. There was a little Easter egg in there oh, man. for those who who barreled through to the end. Right. listen to the song I mean who doesn't want to listen to that song at the end that's just me da, da, da. also <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to give a little shout out because I happened to I happened to see this uh, I think it was last week is when it happened like Saturday I think it was last Saturday and for some reason when I saw it it didn't register at first and then I looked back at it and I was like oh okay so my apologies for being a dunce not really reading stuff, just kind of glazing over it. But uh, one of our old guests and friend of the show, Garrett Hunter, uh, he's on uh, two other podcasts, The Bootleg yes. Shanty, and Let's Get contextual. Oh, he was lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we are part of a Facebook group called Podmates, and you know it's mm-hmm. part of this collection of podcasters who are fans of another show called the weekly planet and other things in this kind of planet broadcasting group which we're not a part of i mean if we were we'd probably be a little bit bigger but it's fine it's fine it's more of an australian thing which is (laughs) that's fine uh but no those people are great and then we're all part of that little collective of podcasters anyway he put out a uh, a post on the the group saying that they had new content coming up And he said, "You know, new content from your second favorite video game podcast, right behind Super Mega Crash Brothers." And I was like, "Oh, come on, man! That's that was too nice. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's way too kind. Way too kind. But uh, much appreciated. We're very humbled by it. Yeah,
1: that's very sweet. Thank you for the kind words, man. For sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely." So because I know he
1: was fun to have on the show, he really oh, yeah. was. Yeah, and alive did he kill that game? Like he I did. felt shame. I'm glad we switched the games now. I can't live up to those standards now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's he killed good. it. He killed it. He really did. I'd love to see how he would uh, fare on our new game. You know, right? he he may just like hone in on every single one of them.
1: I, I set the bar pretty low though. So I mean, <laughs> you only got to get like two and you're right? in.
0: Man. <laughs> so we we'll have to get him back on soon. So, what have you been playing?
1: Ah, so it was a VR week for me. Um, I played a new game that actually was just released. I want to say last week or the week before, called Welcome to Flavor Town. And this is an huh. adorable little game. I just happened to find it because I go randomly through Steam and I'll, I'll check like what's new on VR, and uh, as I do with FMVs also, because those tend to slide under the radar as far as getting promotion when they're being released. And, um, it's, it, it's one of those, like, do you, have you ever heard of like the accounting or like the people who do, um, I think it's, uh, Roland, Justin Roland games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Squanch. so it, 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 that's what kind of caught my eye. Cause it just looked like it was just a bunch of tomfoolery, like just one of those comedy games, nonsense games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in the very beginning of this game, uh, you are, uh, how do I explain it? Screw it. We'll just go to the part where all of a sudden the, the credits roll and there's a mayor laying on the ground stabbed. And so it has this nice little, you know, rap song that goes with it. And then you're all of a sudden in a police station, but it's two meatballs that are your cops that are interrogating you. Okay. And you're being accused of killing the mayor of Flavortown and, And on the table where you're being interrogated are pictures of the mayor. And it's Guy Fieri. (laughs) I was wondering if that would come into play. (laughs) Is the mayor of Flavordown? Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so uh, you're being accused of it. Uh, and it's just really fun banter. I, th- I think it was really cute the way that they did it back and forth. Like, uh, you know, accusing you of doing it. You're a psychos path and just really getting all up in your face about it. Um, and then they ask you point out like, you know what, we're, we're wasting all this time. Like, did, did, did you do it? You know? And so you make sure to nod no, And they're like, Oh good. This is so great. So now they kind of deputize you to help them find out who actually, in fact, killed the mayor of flavor town. And, um, and it, it's a it's a short game. I think it took about maybe a little over an hour. I was streaming it, so probably like an hour and a half, obviously to stop and talk and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it, it it just three different scenarios that you go through. Um, you have Ninja Turtle waffles, as you do in Flavor Town, sure. Or, or sure. they were they had the bands for like the Ninja Turtles, but they were waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to talk to Italian bread in their restaurant and have uh, little mini games to help like cook. And stuff like that to get you out of that situation. And uh, what was the other scenario? Oh, a hot dog. It was a a giant jumping hot dog. And (laughs) and you have to help them like separate condiments and things like that. Um, But it was just, it was a lot of good fun. Um, And Mm -hmm. once you stay to the end of the credits, you know, um, the developers. Have like little voiceovers like thank you for playing their game um they're very very new uh to developing games and even said that this was their very first attempt at a vr game um and so all in all it was well done i it, it was tomfoolery nothing serious to be taken here um the, the script was just fun the interactions they had between everyone was just fun and uh, they they definitely seem like good people. Uh, so I'd be interested in talking to those guys for sure. The, they yeah, were, it absolutely. A, it was a fun, cutesy little game. I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I mean, if so, if you have like a Rift or a Vive, um, it's like five bucks on Steam. I totally recommend just throwing it their way because uh, it, it was a good time and I would love to see what else that they would uh be able to do uh getting a little bit more funding for it uh for their for their little game I think they're they're called the last hope of the internet Huh. Is uh <laughs> is their uh I don't I don't know if that's their team name or if that's what they switched to, um but that's how I found them on Twitter was like associating you know where it has like the developer publisher on Steam and you mm-hmm. know because every time I go to stream a game I try to seek out if they're they're on Twitter what their you know web pages and all this kind of stuff because um, I like to give props where it's due when I'm uh, creating content with somebody else's games and uh, I go give them a follow it looks like they're very very new. Um, so I think it's like underscore L H O I, I might have to get you that link or whatever, but they're, they're, they seem like young kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll share it on our, uh,
1: bright shining eyes ready to dip into this world. So, um, yeah, it it was, it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. If you got five bucks to throw around and you have a, you know, PC set up for VR. Yeah. Go do it. You'll have fun. You'll have a lot of fun. Um, And then I also played I Expect You to Die a little bit, which is kind of like a puzzle escape room type game where you're supposed to be a secret agent and then you go into different scenarios and try to figure out, you know, the world around you to try to escape from whatever situation that they put you in, which is a lot of fun as well. But there's a lot Mm -hmm. of scenarios to that one and to go into every scenario would just be too long. But another really fun game if you just want to kind of sit around and uh, do an escape room all by yourself. Fair enough. Okay that might be it. I think this week that I can remember that far back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> How about you? Okay. What were you playing? Well,
0: let's see. Um, Ooh, that means I'm a lot. I'm going to touch on this first because I did I did play um I went and and decided because you know, sales and I got this yes. one some time back and I decided I would get it because I've I've been curious. I haven't played a Sims game since the original but i got the sims 4 like it was was three on
1: origin or
0: no this was like one of those playstation deep deep discount sales and this was i think i got it for like seven bucks but it was a deluxe pack and all that stuff so i thought Mm -hmm. i'm curious i want to play but it's an ea game and i'm like ah so i was kind of torn but i I know the struggle yeah i said screw it seven bucks it's just seven bucks i don't have to Mm -hmm. buy anything else and I messed around with it a little bit. I'm trying to get accustomed to the new layout. And it does definitely mm. feel like this is meant for a computer. So playing on a, a console. I think a that's where it tricky. started. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh-huh. So what little time I've put into it has been... A mu- like, I, I see myself getting sucked into it like the others. Because you're like, what do I need to do here and do that? And, you know, I'm playing mm. life. As opposed to going and living it, but it's fine. Right. Yeah, that's
1: what so we do. <laughs> I, yeah.
0: So I dabbled in that for a little bit, uh, but nothing too deep. Um, I've been playing the Castlevania Collection. I I managed to get through part one, and I, you know, we, we, we all like to say, oh, these kids today, they don't know hard games like we used to have mm-hmm. to play and all that stuff. You, I don't think they were hard by design. I think they were hard because they were just poorly designed. It was just like... <laughs>
1: probably limited it on hardware, too, what it could yeah. do and
0: because there, were we were at the time. I, I came across several, several points in that game where I'm just like, screw this level because <laughs> this is horseshit. <laughs> because you'll be walking through and then there's something that just keeps showing up and you keep showing up and it's just like, I can't escape this and you turn back around and you're trying to dodge it and something will come up that way and it's just like, I, you're throwing too much at me. I can't do anything. You know? Right. So, the save feature really did help. Holy <laughs> save. So good
1: job on that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that's that. That's why I probably we never finished as many games as we I thought know. we did as kids. Because like as soon as you got stuck, you're like, welp
0: guess yep. this, is this is just like a- the
1: end of the road for me, you know. Yeah, I can't I do have this. To start the whole thing over again? No.
0: Mm-mm. No. Yeah. No. I got other things I'd rather be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get to Dracula. I don't think I've ever played Dracula on that, and that's another one of those design things that just aggravates me about all games is the fight with Dracula. He'll show up on the right side of the screen, then he'll shoot something at you and disappear. And it's a common trope of boss battles in those days where boss will show up disappear and you've got a limited amount of time to try and hit him and then he'll show up somewhere else shoot at you and then i mean it's common boss battles of the of the time but in this game he'll just show up randomly and then sometimes he'll be right on top of you and it's like i can't move fast enough to get away from him so i'm just getting hit and it's mm-hmm. just, oh my God, that would aggravate me to no end. Because I'm trying to keep moving, keep dodging. And it's like, oh, I'm right on top of you. And he's like molesting me. And it's like, get off me, you <laughs> ass.
1: I did not consent. <laughs> so
0: so I got, I got through that game. I will not be going back to it anytime soon. I appreciate what it is and what it led to. I touched on Simon's Quest, which is the second one. Uh, which I'm almost positive I've never played because it looks familiar, like picture-wise. Like I could say, I know the game, I know the design, but I don't feel like I've ever played it because controls are a little bit better, and the concept of the game has changed because while it does feel familiar like a Castlevania game... The layout and aesthetic of it feels like Link to the was it uh, no The Adventures of Link, which is the second Zelda game, where it's more oh of man. an adventure RPG. Because like now a you got side t- kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, now you've got townsfolk and you got towns you can go visit and stuff like that. Even the the life bar uh, is very reminiscent of. Funny enough, the boss battle bars on Zelda Two, where it's just little dots okay. off to the left side. So you get to talk to townspeople, you get to buy your, instead of upgrading your whip through hitting candles or whatever the hell you hit in the original game, now you get to buy them. So you have to mm-hmm. collect hearts to buy all your items, like the knives, and the so you can swap out your items. So it's, it's definitely more of an RPG-esque game. But it also has that other bullshit trope from these old games, is that invisible floor do you remember those oh yeah
1: where you're just yeah, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. along oh, God, and then you
0: yes. just fall through and it's just like why And there's no <laughs> indication as to where right. the, the floor is or you're just why.
1: being a jerk
0: yeah it's <laughs> just like you could give me something just just a little i don't care if the blocks are slightly discolored blink
1: for a split second yeah, or something,
0: something. yeah but no, it's just I'm walking along, trying to get through this mansion, and then up, oh, uh I fell. So now i got to go all the way back around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm not complaining about the games. It's just those little things where I'm like, God, Because I was so close to getting done with that mansion, which that's another mm-hmm. thing you got to do is you go into these mansions and then you collect. I think you're collecting Dracula's body parts for some reason. As you do. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> so there's that. Uh so I'll I'll get through that. I'm I'm trying to play them in order to kind of build I want that suspense to be there because I cannot wait to get my hands on Castlevania Four. That was my favorite. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just gonna slowly build to it. I'll get there. Sure. Yeah. Um I, I did fame. go yeah, I did go back and play more of the Mario Kart Tour beta on the mobile. Oh yeah. How's and was trying to to get a little bit more of an understanding of it. I get this will definitely be a freebie because it has that um that trope in in free games where you have a limited amount of hearts or something like that sure, and yeah, then you yeah. go into and you've got to wait x amount of time, 30 minutes or so before they all fill back up. It's got that. Now, one thing okay. I'm sure they will do to kind of keep people invested in it because it got me last night is you have a leveling system which i haven't quite figured out what its purpose is as of yet like why you would get that but for every race you can you can play and say you can place 3rd and you'll get 3000 points okay there's a star system within that that you'll get at least a maximum of 5 stars per race but you have to reach the point system. So, say 3,000 got you three, 5,000 will get you five. So, you've got to try to do your best to get to five. Now, just winning first place will not automatically get you 5,000. I noticed that. You have, I mean, you may have to do tricks. You may have to do whatever on the, the race course to kind of add that up and get put kind of put you over the edge. Because sometimes I would okay. be well beyond it. And then other times I'd be like just barely under it, despite being in first place. So, placing doesn't necessarily get you every star. It helps because you'll get a bonus points for that, but it's, it's not imperative, I guess, you know, okay. for that. So, you'll earn the stars. That'll unlock other courses, other races later on down and different cups and so on. Um, there's an emerald system which I don't know if I don't even know if I touched on a lot of this last time. I think I was just kind of touching more on the tutorial stuff. But there's an emerald system, which would be like your heavy currency in this game to get you the real good stuff. You can earn those after it's kind of like a bonus thing when you level up. So I guess there's that for the leveling system. And then you kind of pop these pipes, and you can get some special carts, uh, characters. Just bonus things like that. And carts yeah. and characters and things like that, depending on what racetrack you're on, can benefit um, the, the the track. So say if I'm on this one particular track that's like a Toad-themed uh, track, playing with Toad, playing with his car, things like that, I could probably get like a bonus speed points, uh, extra item slots, things like that, just if I use him. So there's kind of that benefit to the characters and stuff like that. So it's it's a little bit deeper than a regular Mario Kart game, which I'm, I kind of appreciate. Plus, they even have your Racetrack class systems like the 50 and the 100, and I'm sure it gets higher and higher. But I don't feel like you're limited to that. Like, you know, in the original games you'll go through the 50 and you have to get the gold for all. And then you're, ah, you're the king of the 50. And then you go to the hundred. I'm the king of the hundred and stuff like that. I feel like going to the higher racetrack is just a benefit to get more points, to get more stars. So it's not, there's not like really a class system in place for the racers. You can tell there's a difference in the race, but you're getting more points overall. So there's, I don't know, there's that. So, I think, this will, I, I think this will, when it does release officially, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be big because yeah. you can get sucked into it real quick. Like I said, what I did is when I started and just said, all right, you know what? I really need to kind of get into this because I'm part of the beta. I really needed to spend a little extra time with it. And every time you'd get to a, anytime you finish a race, you get uh, experience points for your leveling or whatever they call it in this game. And every time I would kind of get to that last heart, I'd get a level, which would give me four hearts. And I was like, oh, okay. So you just kind of get into this loop where you're always getting there and going and going and going. And then once you get to this one cup where you're actually competing worldwide to get a rank, that's where I kind of lost my extra hearts. It was like, we got you right here. Now you're competing with everybody. And I was even curious about that early on is when you're racing i i thought am i racing with other people because not to I, i'm not bragging by any means but anytime i play online i always feel like i'm never gonna be as good as everyone else or that someone's gonna be cheating or whatever i was mopping the floor with all these racers it was just like blowing <laughs> my mind i was like am i really this yeah. good at mario kart you know, because right. it was just like one after the other. It was like first place, first place. It was like, are these, are these real racers or what? Starting to question, yeah. Like, yeah, cause I I just, I, yeah, because I was just... Yeah, because they had names like they were online players. So I was just like, maybe I'm just really good at Mario Kart. Right. I not know. So cool. But eventually, yeah, you you'd get into those later races and I'd started to, to rank a little lower. So that was fine. But I was just like, okay, good. Now at least I know it's not just me. So... Right. But it is fun. You'll get sucked in if you like Mario Kart. The controls are pretty easy. Like I said, all you're doing is touching the screen, going back and forth. And once you kind of get a rhythm of it and you know what you're doing, you it's fun. If you yeah. like Mario Kart, it's fun. And then uh, lastly, I got sucked into this rabbit hole. Have you ever seen those little games where you, all you do is just tap? You tap it yes. like something. Yeah, I, there was a Godzilla game that came out. <laughs> Called Godzilla Defense Force and like, ah, oh, check this out, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a look. It's Godzilla, why not? Mm-hmm. And then it's one yeah. of those tap, 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 and get tap, all tap, your tap, tap. The, the monsters are coming, just tap, 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 and then mm-hmm. before I knew it, I was, I was like, just a little longer, i just okay, I'm, I'm about to build, just a little bit, hang on, and then before I knew it, it was like after twelve, I was like, son of a bitch. i started this at noon yeah so that'll get you sucked in really good so but yeah that's all i've been kind of messing around with nothing nothing major but i do recommend the mario kart tour should it come out so i know that's two weeks in a row i've been really kind of going on about it but hey and hopefully i'm not breaking any ndas i'm not trying to give away anything i'm just just giving my opinions i didn't sign anything damn it <laughs> the least that I know of well I don't know well, how long
1: was the EULA agreement in the beginning
0: yeah that's true okay <laughs> uh let's talk about some news because there's hey, what's a been going little on bit this week and i'm a I'm a little uh it seemed like there was a decent amount yeah there was and uh my I'll apologize if I seem a little scattered my notes are a little uh, broken this week but it's it's fine it's fine we'll get yeah. through it uh first as we of all, do we will. Yeah, we, we mentioned briefly last week about the World Health Organization's decision to classify a, or recognize, I guess, gaming disorders in uh, yes. its classification of diseases. Representatives uh, from groups like the Entertainment Software Association and others are really kind of reaching out to the World Health Organization, wanting them to reconsider that decision. Because... Yeah they said that they don't feel there's enough robust evidence at this time to warrant gaming disorder being included among other recognized diseases. Now, the statement also spoke about the protections which have been put into place when it comes to video games, something that the CEO of Sony has talked about as well. You've got age restrictions on games, parental controls, uh, responsible game education initiatives. Uh, I I feel like the the gaming industry is afraid that this is going to hurt them in some way yeah and i can understand why i i I guess to a point like maybe this will if you have a disease kind of like i really don't feel like smoking kind of is in that category with world health but you know what I mean. You you get the stigma yeah. of a disease. I would say,
1: say more like alcoholism, or okay, drug yeah, yeah. or something like there that. You go. Something to where it's like in your lifestyle.
0: Right. Yeah. Let's, let's say alcohol. So I think they're afraid that this stigma will come down on them, and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, look at us. We're we're getting, you know, no one wants to game anymore because now there's an addiction to it." And mm-hmm. Even this, this Which Sony- I
1: almost feel like that wouldn't be the case, though. Because, no. I mean, people still drink. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I understand the look, though. It's new. You'd probably mm. have to wait several years past it being in the books to see how the dust is going to settle as far as how it uh, affects, affects them in any way. But, yeah. I can yeah. see wanting to fight it a little. But, I mean, if there are people that seriously have this, I... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. And we I mean, have
1: plenty of evidence that there are people out there that do have this issue, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I mean, even Sony's CEO, as we just kind of mentioned him, uh, Kenchiro Yoshida, he actually spoke about this and talked about that they need to take this seriously and countermeasures mm-hmm. need to be put into place. Now, I don't know if these countermeasures he's trying to uh, present are to say... Look, we've got this in place. Don't classify that. Or if he's just saying, "Okay, I understand where they're coming from," so we're going to have these countermeasures in place. That way, we're helping the situation in hopes that we're not feeding into it. You know, that we're helping prevent the disorder. Like, work
1: together. Let's work together. What do you think about this? Is doing it?
0: Is there something that we can do to help? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've mentioned that they implement their rating system and taking measures based on their own standards. And I, I'd love to believe that the rating system works, but the rating system does not work if no one enforces it. You know, you go to a theater and you look like you're a kid and you want to go into an R-rated movie. They will not let you in. I will give that to to theater chains and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They have that Unless in place. you're with your parents. Right. But, I mean, they're not going to allow you in alone. It's just like, nope, you're not of age, or I need to see some ID, something like that. Right. You go to the store, and you ask, you know, you're a 13-year-old kid, and be like, I want to buy the new Mortal Kombat. Here you go. It's just that simple. Yeah. No one gets it. See, carded. I don't
1: remember too much, because I don't think the rating system was really in place yet when I was growing up. But mm-hmm. I don't know if games were... To the depth of, like, you know, like no. what they are today as no. far as how intense I mean, they get or, you know, gruesome, grotesque, whatever, depending on what game that you're playing, however you want to say it. Right.
0: Now, granted, I mean, there I'm sure that there were games way back when, but before we even realized it, they were kind of doing the, the gore or even sex mm-hmm. for that matter, because Custer's Revenge, if anyone's ever heard of that. If you haven't, just Google it. I'm not even going to get into details because it's, yeah, my God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, at some point, violence in video games just kind of started to grow Escalate a little bit, for sure. you know? Yeah. And it was just like, well, it's acceptable. And the more
1: realistic can... that they were able to portray it, yes.
0: Right. And, and not only that, but if we, I don't feel like this really, associates with the gaming disorder idea, but maybe it does, uh, where Sony was talking about, you know, they're trying to put things into place. They mentioned where they're cracking down on sexual content in games, but I don't really mm-hmm. feel like that is the problem. It's the microtransactions, in-game currency, something that really feeds into that addiction, like yeah. the, the gambling addiction. I've, I feel like if they had an argument to stand on, that's what it needs to be. They need to argue in favor... It's not the games; it's the addictive behavior that comes with certain games right. that's feeding into a deeper problem, like gambling does. Right? You know, you get into that that loop. I feel like too,
1: like, it, it, like kind of. Pulling on that thread a little bit. Um, I know I keep going back to like the internet cafes examples, but those are like the biggest ones that I see, you know, or like that makes the news. Um, But like MMOs are are good for that, right? Because then you have Mm -hmm. people that are addicted to farming coins for other people to make their own cash. Like they're getting paid to do that or selling that currency themselves for real life money so they've made a job out of sitting there and playing people's characters to level them up or do whatever with um or even like you said the the constant i want to get this loot box open it up open it up open it up mm-hmm. open it up spend my money spend my money so um i mean there are plenty of examples that don't include the gambling features too just some people are i have to sit down and play this in one go if it's a 72 hour game i'm still just gonna sit here for those that long and do it but um yeah it seems like most of the cases do boil down to that like mm-hmm. constant self-set uh, gratification you know
0: yeah yeah absolutely so i don't know if they're gonna make a strong enough case for it but we'll see we'll kind of keep you updated if something should change right. but i think i think it's set in stone now And
1: I I don't feel like they're really in the wrong by doing that because we do have plenty of examples of some people that have addictive personalities for whatever Mm. reason it is through no fault of their own or genetics or however it plays in and um, might need a little help being protected against that for themselves, you know?
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Now, we were just talking about uh, the Sony CEO, Kinshira Yoshida, he made a very interesting comment last week where he was talking about if you look at the gaming industry as a whole the console market is not really a major market but a niche market and that kind of hmm. struck me odd <laughs> because I wouldn't have considered that I don't really yeah. know how you would say consoles are a niche market but maybe what he, he's how got did a he point explain it? I I mean, he said, uh, for core gamers, immersive experiences are something we would like to value. But in this respect, for the the time being, uh, console is something that brings about computing functionality to users uh, that is very important. But on the other hand, technology will progress in a way that streaming services will kind of be um, enforced later on. And, and kind of building upon that, like the remote play and the PlayStation Now and things like that. So I think he's saying that, you know, while they serve a purpose here and now, the focus is going to slowly fade away from them into a new digital age. Okay. <clears throat> and I don't feel like that's... Until we have secured internet services across the board, Right. I don't feel like that's going to be the case. People are going to want their consoles. They're going to want well. I machines. mean, we've already made that
1: argument. Just in the United States alone, like the average internet speed is like eight to twelve megabits per second.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's
1: by today's standards, pretty slow.
0: No, like, you if can I get knew yourself
1: through, but mm-hmm. you know,
0: no, if if the world at large had proper internet services, then I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. That's the way to go. We're we're heading that way. It'll just be easier. No more physical media. We're we're all digital. Mm -hmm. Sure. But no, I'm not buying it. Several
1: years from that until infrastructure really starts to get invested in, you know, in Mm. those cases.
0: Now, granted, he wasn't saying that they are planning to abandon the consoles or anything like that. I just think he is of the idea with we're seeing the game pass now or the you know they're all digital xbox and then we've got stadia coming i think he's he's thinking about these other possibilities that they could take over you know they could be a prominent thing for the future
1: well i can understand like with the game pass or something like that because i mean you're still downloading the game onto your system Mm-hmm. It's just having that game pass is allowing the unlock feature for you to play it as soon as you cancel that game pass that you won't have access to it anymore. But Stadia is another thing where it's like you constantly have to be playing it online, like you're not actually downloading the game. Mm-hmm. So in that case, yes, I could see that, like with your all digital because you're still downloading the game and you're still relying on your own system to run it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Stadia is the one where I would be interested to see how that works out across the board because you have to have internet the entire time because you're just constantly streaming it to your own device, whichever one you're yeah. using it from.
0: <clears throat> I'm very curious about that one, too. And if anything was going to kind of to jump back to our topic a moment ago, if anything is going to feed into the gaming disorder, it'll be that the idea of having a game any and everywhere.
1: Instant. Anywhere you are. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Any device.
0: But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Just saying.
1: We'll just have more morons walking into traffic. Mm, well
0: <laughs> natural it. selection. <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> uh one other thing I wanted to bring up because I guess they're trying to take over the world is the Pokemon Company has announced two new apps. That they are working on for the world. Uh, The first is Pokemon Home, which is a new cloud-based service that will allow players to store their Pokemon from various Pokemon games. I think this is supposed to uh, replace the Pokemon Bank, where you could transfer things, uh, but this sounds a little bit more elaborate now so okay. if you've got pokemon from your 3ds you got pokemon on your switch and all that you can just shove them all on there and then you can access them through your smartphone you can trade via your your phone so if you've got all your pokemon's oh, yeah. like hey i've got three pikachus you want one yeah let's trade what do you got and then you can just do it from your phone you know so we're really kind of getting into that uh as far as pokemon games from like pokemon go i think they are also kind of being in there but from what i'm i guess what reports are indicating is that they're one-way transfer so i don't know if that means that you cannot trade them i'm not sure what that meant i looked into it yeah so but i mean i guess this is cool for for those people who are just like deep into it i'm just not it's fun don't get me wrong don't get me wrong. I yeah. got I got I'm not denying that I haven't played my share of Pokemon games and you kind of get swept up into it, but at some point I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm good.
1: Hey, if it's still working for him by all
0: means. Yeah, you know. Now, the <laughs> the next app that they announced is a little interesting to say the least. They also uh, announced Pokemon Sleep which is a new mobile game (laughs) that will track your sleep patterns with the help of a new periphery device. Now, they said that it's intended to do for sleep what Pokemon Go did for walking, which is really strange. I don't know what that means either.
1: I I should have looked into it more because I kept seeing it. And then, I I don't know, I was probably off doing something else and then forgot about it by the time I had time to sit down. But, yeah. 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 So your sleep patterns are playing the game.
0: Well, it said that the you'll get a devi- You'll have to get a new device called the Pokemon Go Plus, which resembles kind of a flattened Pokemon ball, and okay. it will monitor your sleep patterns and adapt its gameplay accordingly. So maybe that's what it's doing. So while you're sleeping, uh, you're, you're kind of playing. Um,
1: oh, my God. Now, if anything's feeding into a gaming addiction, now you can do it in your sleep, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> now, at the they said at the root of this app, the desire is they want to improve fans' lives. Uh, obviously, Pokemon Go was trying to encourage players to walk more. Uh, so they want this to encourage players to improve their sleep in some way. So, kind of gives you, you know, you don't want to stay up all night, and you know, you hear people, it's like, oh, I got five hours, gotta go to
1: bed, man, or I can't catch that
0: Pokemon. (laughs) Exactly. So they give this, and it's like, hey, you want to go to sleep? You know, you can get eight hours and think about all the Pokemon stuff you
1: can do in eight hours. Yeah, you cannot grab this Pokemon unless you sleep X amount of time.
0: And all you got to do is sleep. right you don't have Those to do me a damn insomnia
1: thing screw off you don't get to play this game
0: hmm. so we'll see how that goes you know it's funny we start talking about the gaming disorders and then we're talking about things that sound like it's going to feed into that
1: i know just right reader. well everything
0: you know. we keep talking about just- at
1: least i guess it's encouraging decent behaviors uh,
0: yeah eh. I, I think that's what we're trying to look at because uh, granted well, i, I want to say- look at the positive of things if i can you yeah, know, if if Pokemon Go got people to exercise, and this can encourage people to get a full night's sleep, mm-hmm. okay, whatever Deal. it yeah. takes. You know, yeah. screw being responsible, you gotta catch that Pokemon. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Forget it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next story I've got, which is, uh, I think, something you, you kind of mentioned to me a little bit about... And I debated on whether this was weird news, but I thought, oh, screw it, we'll put it in real news because it was uh, ooh, it was interesting. Um, Twitch has uh, suspended some new users' ability to stream on the platform after uh, an incident over Memorial Day weekend, where some streamers joked about how little activity the corner, a certain corner of Twitch, uh, was dedicated to the uh, game uh, artifact. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. And uh this, 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 this.
0: Yeah, none none of these streams that were featuring Artifact, None of them were playing the game. No, they were not. <laughs> so what happened is this joke, so to speak, just kind of spiraled into the abyss of uh, the worst of the internet. Oh my god. There's about. things
1: I can't unsee. Why am I curious?
0: Yeah, we're talking about pirated media, racist propaganda, hentai, hardcore pornography, depictions of self-mutilation, anime marathons, experimental memes, and in at least one instance, which, you know, this is real classy, a live restream of the Christchurch terrorist incident in New Zealand. Yes,
1: I think that's what finally brought the biggest attention to what was going on in that category.
0: Yeah, which, you know, oh, it's, it's the awful. fact that the rest of that stuff, you're just like, eh, it's fine. It's like, oh, God, a terrorist attack. Well, we can't do that. It's like, dude, yeah. come on, Twitch. Mm-hmm. So Well, I mean, <sighs> I guess I could make
1: excuses back and forth. I mean, like, people are just horrible, I think, for doing that in the first place. Like, I Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, but Twitch has just gotten so large and they've downsized their staff so much. It's probably only so fast you can get to things, and it takes the people starting to tweet and tag them and report in mass to uh, draw their eye over to what's going on. And as soon as they came aware of it, to my understanding, it was taken down. Um, But Mm -hmm. the biggest problem I see with it, and I don't know how they combat this, is just the ability to turn around and create a new account in seconds and start her right back up again. Yeah. Um, so that was the problem. Is um, you know the the chat would be like, oh, Twitch staff is in chat. Twitch staff is in chat. They'd get shut down, and then let's just say the name was like, gimme one two three. Then they would create a new account, gimme one two four, and just yeah. start it right back up again within five minutes. Um, which that's why I I kind of had the idea that brand new accounts should not be allowed to stream for a couple days, a week. Mm-hmm. Uh. Something to that effect, because that could combat um, those people constantly just turning around and, oh, you took down my hardcore porn? I'll just create a new one in two minutes and put it right back up and I'll let all of my viewers know to just be there in a few minutes. This is going to be my next handle.
0: Yeah. So at least for now, and I feel like it needs to be, because granted they say it's uh, a temporary suspension, I think it needs to be a proper suspension. But you like know, I
1: said, with how easy it is to create a new account and how easy it is to redo your IP address.
0: Yeah, but I mean you know, granted, if if like you said, there needs to be kind of a grace period. How long is it gonna take? So that at least that way, if they've created one and say in thirty days they start streaming and then suddenly it's like, Oh well, you know, I I'm getting taken down. I'm gonna they get, they're still gonna have to wait another thirty days. So it's not mm-hmm. just that instant turnaround. So I can kind of get that. Unless some asshole out there goes and creates a bunch of accounts, accounts in one in day. Time,
1: which I wouldn't be surprised someone would go that far to do.
0: No. But the question but, is, uh, why? Yeah. Why? What are you gaining here? What is the purpose of what you're doing? What, what was the purpose in all of this? Just to I say, no I could...
1: We don't have nefarious minds, though, so it's hard for me to wrap my head around why that someone would fi- feel the need to put anything like that out there. But that's what, especially it, like with the terrorist thing, for sure, one hundred percent. Like that, I just, I don't.
0: But that's what it seems I'll never like. be able
1: to wrap my head around it.
0: That's what it seems like. They're just, they're just like, we're doing it because we can, and screw you exactly. So. You know, and the- they have
1: the anonymity of the internet, so they just feel like they can do this outrageous, shockish thing, um, and there's not going to be any real life repercussions for it.
0: Well, I, hate I mean, these assholes, and they can all go to hell. I do too. Yeah. So,
1: exactly. I mean, I just feel like uh, Amazon's got enough money. I feel like, and maybe they're doing this and we just don't know. But I mean, I feel like we would have heard about it. Start investing in money that can come up with some sort of solutions to some of these issues. Yeah. Um, Because this isn't the first time Twitch has had this. Now, to this degree, this might be the first time. But Mm -hmm. uh, I've never sought out those other channels. But I mean, they've had troubles with this for a while where um, people would create accounts do pornographic things and then raid into other people um and again they'd get shut down and they'd be back on in five minutes Mm. so that was why I always suggested and I feel like I'm not getting paid the big, big bucks to come up with this idea no um new accounts can't stream for a certain period of time I've even asked them like put it in their suggestion box for like trolls like when you ban people There's people who ban evade and they, again, create a new account in seconds, come right back into your channel and start the same thing again. So I feel like if you're a new account, I should be able to set my channel to no new accounts can talk in my channel for a day. Mm -hmm. So even if you created a new account you can't talk in my channel, you know, Um, which would I think help the streamer at least at that point in time from having ban evasion after ban evasion after ban evasion. Cause again, there's no real repercussions to them getting banned because they could easily turn around and create a new account through a new IP and all this kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a, it's been a problem for a while. Um, And I, Amazon, you got the money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there's gotta be a way that you can invest some of that into trying to come up with some real life solutions for these. And just the few that I've mentioned, I feel like would help a lot. And that has to be fairly easy to implement. Yeah. I mean, BTTV is an add-on where you can have it set up to follower only, you know, can chat for X amount of time, however long you put it in there. Um, But again, that account could just follow you, wait it out for a couple hours and come back. Yeah. So, you know, I think those are just small steps that I, feel like would be very easy to implement to put as a placeholder until you find a real solution
0: for sure so i don't know i'm I'm hoping something will for the streamer's sake and and even those who enjoy watching the streamers or trying to get their entertainment from that streamer people have to ruin everything you know They
1: really do. I don't understand it. There are places for that. Yeah. Like, if you really want to get that sort of entertainment for whatever reason in your brain, like, there's the dark web. There are websites meant for that sort of stuff. Go there. Why do you have to trash something that 13-year-olds and up are allowed to be on just to play video games and watch and have fun with other people? Because
0: it's more fun to ruin everyone else's fun. These are straight-up bullies. However you look at it, they're bullies. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, I'm going to move on to the next thing, which is just kind of an update to something I think I mentioned a few weeks back, but we finally got full confirmation. Uh, We mentioned that Konami was doing these anniversary collections. I've been playing the Castlevania Mm -hmm. anniversary collection. Well, now we've got the full list of the Contra anniversary collection, and I'm buying it (laughs) 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 because they put the one game I was wanting on that list and that was the NES version of Contra. So I was like, yes, yeah, sold me there. Nice. There was never any uh-huh. doubt. If you put that on there, it's my, I'm I'm in, we're you know, because good. that's all I've been wanting for so long. Mm-hmm. It's not been available. And now it's going to be available. So, I'm in. I'm Perfect. sold. But yep, just to kind of add to it because, you know, there were there were other games. I know that that's the only one important to me, <laughs> but Other other people might be interested. What are the other games? They they
1: made other ones. Yeah, Yeah. they made
0: other ones. So this this collection is actually going to feature ten titles, which I feel like was two more than the Castlevania collection, but I could be wrong. I
1: was aware of. To be fair, yeah.
0: So what we have here is we've got the original arcade Contra, then you've got Super Contra for the arcade, then you've got the NES versions of Contra and Super Contra, or as they called it on the NES Super C. Like, you couldn't just spell it out. Uh, Then, for some odd reason, we're getting the Japanese version of Contra, which was the NES Famicom version. I'm not sure beyond uh, translation what's different. I think I Mm. read something about maybe there were some little cutscenes or something like that, maybe. So, it'd be interesting to to see their version, I guess. Uh, Then... There was also, I think these were ones that were, some of these were already previously announced. So if I'm adding to it, I, I'm sorry. Uh, there was Super, or Operation C for the Game Boy, which, eh, you know, I'm sorry. The Game Boy I games, they just, played that, yeah. they don't really hold up. I mean, there's some do, but,
1: eh. I mean, it's just hard for me to picture because, like, we were still talking about, like, green or black on green graphics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like the outlines of these games and you just kind of went through it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Then we had Contra 3 for the Super NES, Contra Hardcore for the Sega Genesis. Then the last two I've never heard of. I didn't even know existed. So I'm assuming these were Japanese versions that they did for... We just never got, yeah. For whatever reason. The games are called Probatector and Super pro They are... One was for the Sega Mega Drive and the other one was for the Super NES. They are essentially Contra, but the characters, the main characters, are robots, not soldiers. Okay. So that's... that's All
1: right, yeah, I'd never heard of it myself.
0: I didn't either, so... Yeah. But uh, no official release date has been given outside of Summer... So I'm going to predict right now maybe maybe I'll do it. June twenty fifth. That's my prediction. Why that date? Just sounds good. It's in summer. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had like a
1: uh, did some research on what that date meant to the Contra world or something like that. No,
0: no, no, not no. I mean,
1: like its original release date was June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four. I mean, whatever, if, whenever the game came out.
0: If I wanted, if I wanted to try and get a, a connection to it, I guess I, I could have went a week later, closer to Independence Day. You know, because no. soldiers, America, and but even yeah. though you know they're Boom. fighting aliens, like that matters. For, hey, right.
1: Independence Day. We got this. Yeah,
0: so but yeah, that's that's my prediction. Probably wrong, but I just thought Yeah, that looks good. We'll just do that. Yeah, sure. why not? So there you go. That was our news. So we're gonna hit those quickets now. Excellent. So a uh, quick little bit of um sad news, which I I thought the 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 way this is kinda brought up, not to uh, I won't say it. I don't want to piss on the man's okay. legacy. I'm not I don't mean it that way. Uh but the composer yeah. of the original Rayman, uh Remy Gazelle or Gazel. I may have said his name wrong. Sorry. Uh mm-hmm. he passed away last week at the age of forty one, losing his oh, battle man. to cancer. Uh and I guess what I was gonna say is that the way it was kind of presented, I thought maybe he had this is the only game he composed. So I, I thought it. There were more games in his, the way they kind of mentioned it when I found the story. I was like, oh, but he just composed the original Rayman, but uh, no, it's still still kind of a 41, So man. young. Yeah. Ugh, I mean, that, that puts your own mortality into perspective when you hear stuff like that. Right. Especially how close we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thoughts okay. and well wishes to his family. It's no good uh it's top stuff yeah death stranding got a, a an official release date and yes. trailer november 8th did you watch it kind did of you go back and watch kind it? of bits and pieces because it was long it was like
1: i don't know if you get like for those who may or may not know because they had a special live stream of it on twitch mm-hmm. um and so for the longest time it was um, a bunch of like black goo handprints that were covering up a majority of the screen as they kept playing this I think it's like a seven minute trailer mm. or longer on roll over and over and over and over and over again. Um and then when they finally, you know, revealed the entire thing, I guess they were waiting for a certain time because there was rumors floating around the internet that like they got to get certain amount of people in chat before they're going to reveal the whole thing. And I think that was just, you know, yeah. a, an internet rumor that was getting passed around because um, they had like over 100,000 people in there at one point and they were still covering the majority of the screen, you know? So I was like, I don't know, how many people you want? It's Twitch. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. like you're not going to get 2 million people in here. But um, yeah, it, I feel like I know a little bit bit about
0: what the game i mean way more than i did yeah i mean it. uh i guess your baby's a superpower
1: it's like your connection to the other side is, uh, is the yeah, way that yeah. they were articulating it so it's like the you're trying to save the world mm. or rebuild the world i guess Obviously, that's and, what uh, we do in all games somehow this uh th- that i don't know if they explained in great detail maybe i have to watch it again but, yeah, like, Norman Reedus' character takes the baby so he can go back and forth between, I'm guessing, dimensions or into the past, you know. So whatever that baby is, I don't know if they are just going to grow a bunch of babies and this is what they do. Um, but he does a backflip. He does. It was mm-hmm. kind of cute, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, watch. yeah. As a side note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, yeah, um, so now we know it's not just super mailman in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And, and you know, Norman Reedus had a letter, too. That was cool. Yeah. And it
1: reached really far. Yeah, that was an
0: amazing letter. So I
1: wonder if we could just get anywhere. So it looks like uh, your typical uh, very bizarro, hideo, jima type, I guess, quote unquote, brilliance that people <laughs> love and... uh I mean I'm I'm interested I mean I don't like to throw around genius because that's all relative to people right yeah, yeah. Um, but uh I don't know I think I'm game I I feel like I would play it just because of the bizarreness of it all mm-hmm. that this the morbid curiosity got to me and after four freaking years thank God uh, we're finally knowing when this thing is coming out and uh yeah yes. Yeah. Just- I, I think get on with it, man. I'm
0: just curious <laughs> for the sake of the story at this point. Granted, mm-hmm. good gameplay will be a plus, but you've right. you've kind of got it me. Looks at, good. Yeah, you got me at the actors. You've got involved the talent. You've got involved. So, oh my god, I'm gonna I didn't even realize
1: I don't think that Troy Baker was like actually in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's in it.
1: So when that was revealed, I went, "Oh hey, there's that GG. You know, yeah, like I know that guy. I love that guy. Mm. So like he's like legitimately in it, his own likeness and everything. Um, So that's really cool. Mads Nicholson Mm -hmm. and Norman Reedus, and yeah, some big power in that man for sure.
0: So yeah, uh, November eighth, twenty nineteen, PlayStation Four. But I have heard. There are reports saying that this is going to be a timed exclusive on the PS4. So other platforms may be getting it as well. So we'll see. Are you
1: telling me I need to wait for Uh, PC? Because I know they're already building in a PS5 version for sure. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure every person who's developing for the PS4 right now has the PS5 in mind. mm -hmm. Um, So especially if it's getting released close to when the PS5 is coming out, that they could just be like, here's your PS5 version, you know,
0: and then you could buy it twice. Mm -hmm. So I would say until we have something definitive, maybe. But this is, uh, I'm not saying quite rumors, but they're just little things surfacing that are indicating otherwise so oh okay we'll we'll see we'll see yeah uh boy oh boy i felt like this was coming in some way the xbox game pass is coming to pc and all xbox game studios games will now launch on steam starting with gears 5 i guarantee you this is why valve has not said a word about epic Because as they've been buying stuff up, they're like, yeah, we got a deal coming. Don't worry about it. You know, we're going to get all this Xbox and Microsoft stuff. I guarantee you that's why they have not said a word, because this deal has been in place for some time, and they were not concerned.
1: Well, and not only that, Epic's been doing a good job of, like, getting their own bad PR back and forth and kind of shooting themselves in the foot. So Valve's probably like, how about I just wait this out and... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even have to get involved yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll wait. We'll wait and see. But uh, yeah.
0: But in all fairness, Valve does have this tendency of not reacting to anything. So you know, Which typical is Valve. You know,
1: I can kind of respect that. Like I, I, it's I like, kind of yeah. respect more people who doesn't want to get into the mud slinging and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know.
0: Yeah, but there are sometimes they do need to react. You know, like when you've sure. got games like what was it piece of garbage game that oh, came Metro. out Oh Metro. Oh. No, the the Art. terrible games that came up on their their store and they were just like Oh, oh like the
1: shovelware stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like Rape Day or whatever it was. Yeah, that one. That
0: one. And they were just like, oh, "Ah, yeah. yeah." And they didn't really say anything. Uh I feel like I t- we've touched on this or maybe it was something like when we reported on it, it was something that was going to happen or being floated around I think now it's finally happening. Is uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment is under investigation by the ACCC, which I never got a full indication as to what the hell that stands for. Uh, okay. But this is a this is actually happening in the federal court of Australia, uh, and this is because their claims are being made that they made false and or misleading representations to Australian customers in the PlayStation store and website, and I think. I remember something about misleading consumers and and but okay. I can't remember I, I don't know if it was regarding refunds or something like that or return policies and I think that's where right. a lot of this got started or where it stirred up from but I know okay I'm almost positive we've talked about this or at least it was like something that was impending but now it's official okay. they are now under investigation gotcha. in Australia so oh, there's yeah. that uh Dying Light 2 is being published by Square Enix.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: It's interesting, I suppose. Who who published the yeah. original? Did Techland just uh, do that kind of independently?
1: I you know, okay, so Dying Light
0: Cuz I feel like they did have a publisher, but I don't remember it being it wasn't Square, that's for sure.
1: No, 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 no. Um see here's the wikipedia let's see Da-da-da-da. oh published by warner brothers Interactive. oh right okay
0: huh
1: developed by Techland, so they, they were the d- devs mm-hmm. okay interesting
0: all right warner brothers well good for square i guess forgetting that i wonder why yeah. warner brothers uh, passed on it it's interesting uh speaking of square enix or, yeah. they if. yeah square enix officially announced marvel's avengers will be revealed at e3 and there's a lot of speculation yeah. going on about that right now did but you see I'm some of the leaks on that it. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Saw
1: some of the leaks on that.
0: Yeah, I don't want to start speculating until we get full details because everybody's like, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to do this, it's going to do that, and it's like, okay, well, well, I
1: mean, I I know that there was like a blurb that was released, but then immediately taken down. So, uh, I guess the speculation was, was it a just put up too early, or b it was incorrect and they managed to take it down right away? Because like, I guess the one leak that they were talking about was that it was going to be. Um, I guess, like, online always, where it was a constant updates, mm. all this kind of stuff. So that the, the rumor was <laughs> it wasn't actually going to be a single-player experience. Ooh, um,
0: that sucks.
1: And then they took that down. So either it was released too early or somebody put up the information that was incorrect and they managed to get to it and take it down. Mm. Um, so Meh. at least, you know, it's still being worked on, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll see at E three. I think a lot you of know. the news we're getting now is very E three centric. I think a lot of things are just coming out that's feeding into that. So right, there's gonna right. be more E three news until E three happens, people. So just get exactly. get ready for we're it. We're very
1: close to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh speaking of E three, a new this was this was really odd. Uh new Borderlands two DLC will be dropping during E three. Which I'm assuming will connect to part three. I almost sure. bet on it. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to feed into that. Maybe
1: like a little quick hour or two things yeah. to kind of build up to whatever story they're doing in the next one. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I, would be a guess. Yeah. And that's that's pretty impressive considering this is a, how old of a game? Mm-hmm. Borderlands 2 has been out for yeah, some don't time. Yeah, I know. It's been a
1: while. A few so, years for sure.
0: It's unprecedented, I'd wonder, new content for an older game like that uh what else we got oh yeah because everybody loves call of duty there was a trailer for modern warfare it came out last week and it mm-hmm. confirmed you know that it's coming to playstation 4 xbox one and pc and then we got a release date of october 25th if you care uh it said that it's gonna return or it showcased the return of captain price whoever the hell that is as you can you can see i, I really I, care I think about it's
1: kind of like a reboot of the original it's a,
0: it's a it's so, they said it's a soft reboot of Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Oh,
1: okay. If that m- I can't remember what the original yeah. one was even called, or it might have just been Call of Duty, for mm. all I know. Yeah. Um looks good though. Yeah. I mean it really does look nice. And I like the fact that they were saying that it's just there's no game passes, none of that, like Mm-hmm. just as stuff gets released you get it kind of situation so i mean well they it's did cool. say
0: that uh well speaking of that they did say that PlayStation 4 players will get the content first like any oh, really? bonus content they're they're going to get it first yeah. so it's, they've but got there's that.
1: also supposed to be crossplay right
0: there is crossplay they did say that crossplay will be available on all platforms so
1: yeah so I Sony's. can play on my PC with somebody on their PlayStation with somebody on their Xbox. Hmm. If if you really yeah. plan
0: on playing Call of Duty, which People
1: love it. I mean, I don't. It's been don't a long-standing know. game. I, I mean, mean, I feel like they lost their way with 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 players when they started going into like the space AG type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started to listen and put the boots back on the ground and that's what people really enjoyed. So, I mean, But I mean,
0: you got to hand it to them. They were trying to revitalize something oh, that's sure. just been done over and over and it's like god man what else can you how many do? wars
1: can you put us in yeah yeah <laughs> how about
0: this how about this give it a break <laughs> you know you don't need a new one every year just give it a break just that's stop. what
1: i say with assassin's creed too i'm like i yeah. would love it so much more if you just gave us more time in between to really love yeah, exactly. the one before it but mm-hmm. uh i mean
0: no, I, again
1: people love it i'm happy for you if you're happy for it um, and I hope it's what you want out of it. hmm You know? Good,
0: good for them, I guess, yeah. Uh, Nintendo has done it again, pissing off their core base by doing, or should I say not doing something that should be something they should be doing in their games. Uh, it seems that some people are being... I don't know if this is officially announced by Nintendo, but it, it has come down the pipeline, has been confirmed. Um, Super Mario Maker Two was said to have multiplayer options, and you could play the game and stuff like that. But apparently, you can't play with your friends.
1: Right? Yeah, I saw that. It was really
0: weird. I thought yeah. so. It's just like what of, all why of them you do can, that? right? Yeah, I mean, why I wouldn't what you? The thought
1: process was there.
0: I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand them sometimes. I don't understand <laughs> their thought process sometimes. It's like, why aren't you doing... Like the whole... The, the, what was it? The, the voice chat on the Switch, and you got to do it through a mobile app. Why? Just build yeah, it why into are you the...
1: Yeah, making this hard?
0: <laughs> yes. Why? Come on, man. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. But while we're on the subject of Nintendo, a sequel to the video game Detective Pikachu was announced for the Nintendo Switch. So I guess... Okay. They're riding on that high. They're just like, all right,
1: Detective hey, Pikachu is popular. So hot, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that Google retired the YouTube Gaming app last week? Didn't know there was one. Well, I think that's like where they were trying app? to. I yeah, I guess Kinda so. Like I know a they Twitch
1: had mobile or a Mixer mobile app thing.
0: Yeah, but See, it was. I don't even didn't even. Know they had that whole. So. Were they? I know there was a YouTube
1: to, Gaming category.
0: Yeah, and I think that that kind of goes along with it as well where it was just sure. like they were trying to compete with Twitch and all that and I think they just realized eh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People I think just
1: go to the regular
0: pages. Mm. Right? Yeah. I don't know. They do. I could be talking out of my butt for all I know. Uh well, while I'm I'm talking about this, I actually read this last night which is surprising to me and it may affect our listeners while we're talking about it. Um Apple is apparently uh, shutting down iTunes. Oh! Now, from what I gathered from this information, is <clears throat> they are going to dissolve iTunes and then spread out content amongst multiple platforms. So maybe they want to, instead of having iTunes for you know music and movies and podcasts and all this other stuff, you're going to have apps for everything specifically so you have one thing for music one thing for movies one thing for podcasts i'm assuming that's from from what i gather that's what it sounds like they're going to dissolve that one thing to create multiple things
1: hmm. seems strange but okay. it does
0: it does i feel like they should branch because uh, itunes is synonymous with apple you feel like you at least keep that right. for the music and then maybe right. branch all the other stuff off Mm-hmm. but maybe it's too big that you're just like, ah, oh, it's just restart.
1: I mean, I guess, yeah. Cause I feel like if you start throwing too many different platforms at people, they're not going to down. Well, I mean, I guess it just depends. There's probably yeah. like, I used iTunes for this. I used iTunes for this. So now you can just have that instead of searching through all of it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't have Apple, so I don't, I don't know how I don't works, either,
0: really. But if uh, you're one of the few people out there listening to us on, uh, itunes then uh, just be aware something's coming down the pipeline hopefully right you won't lose us in the process and we'll have to re up or whatever the hell we got to do on that end so right. we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll figure it out yep we got you uh, ghostbusters the video game remastered was announced mm-hmm. for playstation 4 xbox one and nintendo switch uh did you ever play the the game when it came out originally
1: Not originally. I know it got um, redone for PC, and then I remember I I got that game, and I don't think I got very far because I think it was so many years past. It didn't age as well, and it didn't keep Mm -hmm. my attention, so I I wish I would have done it when it was new because I probably would have fond memories. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: I'm actually kind of glad they're bringing this back out because, one, I didn't get to play this version. The version I got to play was on the Wii and... The characters were not, they weren't the actors. They were caricatures of the actors because of the limitations and whatnot. So I'm excited to actually play a version where the characters look like themselves. Plus, I've argued this uh, ever since I played it. If you want Ghostbusters 3, there you go. Because Mm, this is a continuation of those stories. You've got the actors. You've got a story that just keeps going. That's your Ghostbusters 3. If you want mm-hmm. it, there you go. You know, play you it. got it. Yeah. Uh Oh, I guess I, I meant to bring that up too. It's also being released on PC via the Epic Store.
1: So Gotcha. Yeah, of course. There you go. That's yep. the way it I, I, I somehow missed it.
0: <laughs> like it just blended in and I just overlooked it. I think yeah. we all
1: just assume at this point, is yeah. it new on PC? <clears throat> it's going
0: to be on Epic. Yeah. Epic. Mm-hmm. I saved this uh, toward the end, and you'd think I would have brought this up sooner, but uh, we got a trailer showcasing the first round of DLC for Mortal Kombat 11.
1: Oh, yeah? New characters. Now,
0: in the trailer, I was a little surprised by this. They only focused on Shang Tsung. But, man, oh, man, you talk about fan service. If you love the movies... You, mm-hmm. Well, let me rephrase that. If you love the movie, <laughs> the, original, <laughs>
1: the one that we will talk about, yeah. the original
0: movie, then this trailer was for you because he comes out and he's, you know, looking all just like he did. Granted, the costume is not identical, but still, it's just like, ah, this is a Shang Tsung from the movie. That's awesome. Exactly. And then he quotes the movie at least two or three times that I can recall because I, I can't even remember what he said at the beginning but it was something straight out of the movie, and then at the end, after you do the, he did a fatality which was pretty brutal. Plus, oh God, yeah, I'm just getting excited just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I can see it.
0: His his as he morphed in the in the trailer, like because mm-hmm. he's Shang Tsung and he can change into other people. He was transforming into the color palette swap ninjas from the old games. You know how. Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Ermac, they all looked the same. Sure. They were just palette swapped. That's Green, what he was yellow, doing. Blue. Yeah. So one minute he was oh. Scorpion and the next minute he was Sub-Zero. And the next minute he was Rain, which I felt like that was a sly little, you know, they didn't quite, they haven't announced Rain yet. But the fact that we just saw him there was like, are you saying that he's going to be in the game? But Or
1: like this is our way of kind of giving you Rain and calling it a day. Yeah, yeah. maybe, we'll maybe. See. Yeah.
0: So who knows? But again, it's it's the old costumes, the old palette swap costumes, which I thought nice. was kind of a nice little nod. And then the fatality that he did. I want to say, I, for spoiler sake, because it's not really a spoiler because it's a fatality, but still, some people may. If you don't want to know, you want to watch it for yourself or whatever. Five, four, three, three, two. Two, 1, <laughs> He throws a skull at the the enemy who is raiding, and then an arm comes out one end an arm comes out the other, and it's like, what the hell's happening? And then it rips him out from the inside, and then who should pop out but Kentaro, which was like the second Goro boss, you know, from one of the oh, other yeah. games. Oh, so I was yeah. like, oh, God, yeah. that's a great little addition. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But all they did was really showcase him, and then, of course, at the end, he looks at the screen, he's like, your soul is mine. Straight out of the movie, he's like, ah, that was awesome. Nice. Angle and everything. And then... Perfect. Then they announced the other characters. And I'm starting to think that list that got leaked may be legit. Oh, because yeah. Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, Sindel, Spawn. Yeah. And then, And then they said two more to be revealed that will be in this okay. pack. Now... They didn't really give any indications as to what they are. However, I was speaking to Garrett Hunter, who we mentioned earlier in the show, uh about what we heard at the end, and we heard a faint sound of a chainsaw and some music that kind of sounded like Terminator music. The Don't know. Yeah, it could. Maybe we're just assuming. Maybe we just we thought we heard something. Wanted so bad. Yeah. But I, if anything, if anything, I am almost positive of. I'm. I swear, I heard a chainsaw. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know I heard a chainsaw. Yeah. When they said two Bruce Campbell
1: lying to us.
0: Don't know. Don't know. I mean. It could be one of those situations where he's not voicing the character, you know, because they did that shit yeah. before, which is right. terrible. Don't do that.
1: Don't do that. Don't do that. He's very recognizable. <clears throat> you can't. You can't really
0: mm-hmm. emulate that and get away with it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll. But I was really surprised that they announced them, but they didn't show them. You know, because they really. So maybe I guess over the next few weeks. Because I think they said June 18th, because I forgot to write it down, but June 18th I think is when the, the early access, so I'm assuming those who, who bought the the Pass, Combat mm-hmm. Pack Pass we'll or whatever, that. they're going to get access to Shang Tsung. So I'm going to assume over the next few weeks, as we near an inch closer and closer, we're going to see each character get their own trailer, be revealed and stuff like that. But Nightwolf, Sindel, and Spawn were all on that list. Nice. So I'm I'm starting to think that maybe it was legit.
1: Right. Could be. Well, but
0: maybe maybe they're throwing maybe they're throwing us off. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Maybe it's a good PR move there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh multiple reports have stated that Bioware has uh, abandoned Anthem. Like they've gone radio silent like on the matter. Like people saw
1: that coming. Which I don't think yeah, we were gone all that
0: surprised by. I think we've been talking about that already. They're, even though know, they said... They no, absolutely
1: 100% said they were dedicated to it. So you were yeah, kind of well. hoping they would. But I mean, I we still don't know, I guess, for sure. No, no, no. But it's just, it's it really seeming that way, way right? right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last thing I've got is Sony released a comment about the Uncharted movie, which we haven't heard anything about yeah. in a long time. But uh, they said it's in advanced development. Whatever that means. So, you know, I, I, I thought once cast. you had a director and you had a cast, you, I mean, you're pretty much on your way, but clearly not. Which, yeah. you know what, I, I just I want to state, and I probably have stated this before, but Tom Holland's a good actor, okay? I really uh, yeah. I love what he's done with Spider-Man, and I guarantee he's going to be awesome in any other role that he he tackles, but Nathan Drake is not it. I just I'm having a really hard time imagining. I even just as hesitate young, to
1: ever say anything about that stuff anymore because yeah, we've had public outrage about a lot of this different stuff, and then you're like, oh, okay, they actually crushed it. So yeah, no, and and <sighs> you know I I, mean? I
0: feel like he would, but I feel like I'm just having a hard time placing him like, in that looks role. Wise? Yeah, just everything about it because when we we think of Nathan Drake and who he is, and I understand this is supposed to be young Nathan Drake, but there's just something about him, his voice and everything, it's just I'm having a hard I time with it. Feel like he's got the personality that. for it. He does, he does. I have no doubt if he did it, he would he would nail it. But Yeah. I'm having a hard time with it. Putting him in that okay. role. Very much kinda like Toby Maguire's Spider Man, if you want to stay on the Spider Man analogy. It was just like one of those right. Yeah. You know, he did good, but at the end of the yeah. day he's still I'm Toby Maguire. I'm Spider-Man <laughs> with his wispy little voice or whatever the hell. So yeah, yeah. I'm trashing Tobey Maguire, come at me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I got for that. So uh, let's do some uh, truth or trash. I've okay. only got two this week. Okay. Because there wasn't, uh, there were a few things, but uh, I'm I'm tired of speculating on speculations. Let's just get right rumors or facts people. Hardcore stuff. So the first thing I've got is the Witcher Three will see a release on the Nintendo Switch in September. Gotta It's just so
1: heartbreaking to think about going to the Switch and wondering how it is in September, you say. Mm -hmm. um, Let's say truth, because I heard they just like wrapped on the actual series. Maybe they're trying Mm -hmm. to uh, coordinate for when that comes out on Netflix and kind of create some extra buzz for it. So let's say true, because I feel like September would be when you would start a new series,
0: fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: so true. Yeah. Okay. That would be a smart marketing ploy, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one I've got is Cyberpunk 2077 will release in April of 2020.
1: Hmm. I mean, that seems totally possible. But it's such a large world. Oh, I shouldn't overthink it. Let's just say let's let's say trash because I feel like they might want to wait for summer.
0: Sure. Fair enough. That
1: would be my uh, only reasoning.
0: But hey, I mean. <laughs> kids will yeah, be out of I school. Mean, we, We're kids. <laughs> yeah. The fact that certain big games come out in January still blows my mind, but whatever.
1: <clears throat> yeah, like you feel December should be the mark, right? Yeah. hmm mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I didn't jot this down, but I did have one sliver of weird news that you sent me, so maybe you can elaborate on it. <laughs> Uh, having Maybe. To do with I don't know. Skyrim. I said you a lot.
1: I'll have to remember. Well, no, this, oh. <laughs> this had to do with yeah. Skyrim
0: and chickens. So, I yes. mean, wh- what is that about?
1: I, it's just kind of funny that I guess, like, we're still learning all of this stuff about it. So, basically, the TLDR on the whole thing was just that some people finally discovered that apparently you can um, hide... Or use dead chickens as extra bag space. Like, you were able to put objects inside dead chickens. Uh-huh. And uh, not sure how it's just now, you know, been discovered or <laughs> whatever it was. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, so apparently in Skyrim, when you when you kill the chickens, if you can manage to do it without the whole town killing you, of course. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why we've mm-hmm. never discovered it before. Because you kick a chicken and it's like, it's all over, man. You're banned from this this area forever. <laughs> um but apparently you can uh now hide uh items in it. I I I don't remember what they said how many. But um yeah, so I'm guessing like hide it in the chicken, put the chicken in your inventory and bam, extra inventory. So, I found that
0: quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it's uh we sp- hmm. I don't I, yeah. who who thought to do that? So. Chickens. I, well, I I don't, don't know, know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how
1: it got discovered. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of... I'm people sure on the internet. It's just like, they finally picked up a dead chicken and was just like, moved probably something by accident and noticed that it went inside the chicken. and went, wait, what? <laughs> <like> the
0: chicken's <laughs> what? butthole what is a portal to another world. <laughs> it would
1: be hilarious. to be like, 50 extra things can fit inside mm-hmm. this chicken.
0: Hey, let's play
1: i'd buy that for a dollar no. all right let's do it
0: so i was just talking about the witcher 3 a moment ago yes and uh if you, if you were to choose a favorite scene out of the witcher 3 what what would it be what would it be oh god i don't know i honestly never finished that game <laughs>
1: it was too long too large for me
0: Okay, fine. Well, uh,
1: he, he was taking a bath. Perfect, beautiful. I remember perfect. that scene. There you go.
0: Perfect, because that's exactly what I wanted you to say. He was bathing. Okay, uh, he was because
1: bathing. The glisten off of his shoulders. That's was right. Amazing.
0: And I mean, this scene is so well known. I mean, we've we've there are memes about it. You know, there's so many awesome things going on about him taking a bath, and he's got his little rubber ducky yes. and all that, and he's just he's glistening, oh, shining, and you know. Thank God he's covered with bubbles in his his areas. But anyway, right. um, CD Project Red, I don't know if you remember this a couple of months back, they they tried tricking everyone into thinking that a statue of that scene was being made and then they revealed it as a okay. neighbor fool's joke. <laughs> so it was just like ah. <laughs> However, demand was so high that now it's actually a thing that's going to be oh my released. God. So they have teamed with Dark Horse and have created this marvelously detailed, hand-painted Polynesian statuette for everyone's favorite Witcher, kicking back in a candlelit bath, complete with his little rubber ducky. Oh my God! His feet out and just <sighs> hell yeah! So. All right. The dimensions. I, I'm trying to remember getting dimensions this time. He is. Uh, yes, I was going to ask that actually. Five by five by three, or five point five by three inches? by five by eight inches. Mm. Okay. So okay. And you can buy it right now. But how much Ooh. are you willing to pay for this wonderfully crafted okay. statuesque? of a man. So
1: handcrafted, hand painted.
0: Hand painted. Very detailed.
1: Oh my god. You can get it on Amazon. I feel like this is at least 50 bucks. Probably more.
0: You tell me. Okay.
1: Tell me how I'm going to Okay, 50 bucks. I'll just say You're
0: going to have to go up a little bit. It's $72. 72, okay.
1: <laughs> I figured it was a little bit higher when you said hand painted and all this kind of stuff, mm. but I felt hundred was too much. All right. $72 Here for you. your own, uh, bathing girl. That's right.
0: Excellent. He's, uh, he's a man. All right. Yeah. Maybe you'll get another one of him bathing with a uh, roach out in the, the river. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do some release dates. First, on June 4th, we have Warhammer Chaos Bane for PlayStation 4. Then Trover Saves the Universe for PC. Then we have The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2 for PlayStation 4. Effie for PlayStation 4. The Elder Scrolls Online. Mm -hmm. Elsewhere. Yeah, I nailed that, for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And Kododama, the Seven Mysteries of Fujisawa, for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, excuse me. Then on June 5th, we have Ask Divine Dios for Xbox One. June 6th, we have MotoGP19 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Slay the Spire for Nintendo Switch. Toki for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And Word Wheel by Paugi for Nintendo Switch. Then on June 7th, we have Octopath Traveler for PC. Party Golf for Xbox One. Warlocks 2, God Slayers for Nintendo Switch. Refunct for Nintendo Switch. And that's all we have for June 7th. Now for the PlayStation Plus games for June. PlayStation Plus Owners are getting Borderlands, the handsome collection, which I will not be playing. I saw that. Yeah.
1: But it sounds like you're getting all of it, which is really cool. Yeah,
0: but I just uh, had a hard time getting into to the game. So I just don't see myself going oh, back. There. And then Sonic Mania, which I've thought about maybe just poking at. But uh, I mean, I could add these to my library. They're there. If I wanted to play them, I could. But I mean, it's free. No, I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm out any money. I can just add them and be done with it. They're there. If right, I, if, you don't
1: have to download yeah. it.
0: So I might do that. I might do that. Uh, and then the Xbox games with gold for June. We have EA Sports NHL 19. Uh, will be available from June 1st to the 30th on Xbox One. Rivals of Aether from June 16th to July 15th on Xbox One. Portal still alive from June 1st to the 15th for Xbox One and 360. Then Earth Defense 4th 2017 for, or on June 16th through the 30th for Xbox One and 360. So, there you go. There's your games for the week and the month. And the (laughs) month. Oh, man. I'm getting, I, I get so excited every time we get here. Because it's time to play Name That Game! You guys only knew how often we just dance. Yeah, because we hear it. And cut.
1: All right.
0: All right, so i have got some good ones for you. Hopefully
1: you only got a couple.
0: Well, let's see. What do I got? One, two, three. <laughs> I mean, I tried. I did cut it down a lot. Because at some point, it became this idea of, Okay, what sounds interesting? You know, right. start, start, start taking out the, uh, the garbage and, and really focus on the really, really interesting sounding game. So the first one you're just going to love because this game is being touted as the first hack and slash RPG shooter game that allows you to finally, quote, go all the way with some of the sexiest creatures in the galaxy. You play as Captain Fort Worth and his crew of space wranglers diving headfirst into sexual encounters with naughty elves and racy robots, battles with hordes and orcs, or hordes of orcs, and the search for the galaxy's holy grail, the elf queen, and her band of horny minions. This isn't some oh, yeah. sci-fi fantasy sex simulator, but an entire game with a story, missions, weapon upgrades, troop advancement, and sex integrated seamlessly into gameplay like never before. And I bet you Epic didn't
1: buy this one up. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> Is this a bone craft? B, oh, Slay and Lay. C, Adventures in Fornication. Or D, Wrangling the Worthy. A, Bonecraft. You're correct. Yeah!
1: It sounded very RPG-y. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. The next game... Is an exci- no, I need to stop here. I'm on top. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I've got to take you down just a little bit. All right. I mean, the day that you, you can, can nail all these, I don't know. I, I may just have to stop this game altogether because I can't trick you anymore. <laughs> uh, this is an exciting 2D platformer for all ages, inspired by platforms from the 80s, or platformers. Uh, it's pure game. Packed with excitement to keep you coming back for more. Your mission is to lead the hero into a deeply challenging adventure through the jungle. Battling slimes, bats, crazy mushrooms, yetis, and other large creatures. Be sure to collect the coins so you can compete on the leaderboard. Is this A. Bamboo Fighter B. Rumble in the Jungle C, Hopscotch Tangle Watch, or D, The Incredible Adventures of Super Panda.
1: Do you play as a panda? Did you say? Ah, sure. Why not? Super Panda, D. You're correct. Hey! Two for two. (laughs)
0: You're doing
1: great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Okay. I'm nervous now. All right, all right. The next game, in this side-scrolling action RPG, you were dead, but you have been revived in a massive underground complex, but how did you get here, and how do you get out? Aided by the undead necroshift, Simmer, you must stay safe, get fed, and find a way out. But how would one do that? Simple, you hunt down monsters, cook them, and eat them. Then you use their leftover parts to make weapons, create dishes that grant you new abilities, and combine them with the additional dishes that can affect your entire playstyle. Can you survive and escape? Is this? You mean
1: re-survive?
0: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. They, the the English sometimes, hey, you know. You know. Uh, is this a dinner of the dead? B, Dungeon Munchies. C, The Night Chef. Or D, The Bone of Food and War.
1: The Bone of Food and War. That almost sounds so awful that it has to be true. (laughs) 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 Like, sometimes the devs, you know, you're Mm -hmm. just like, what was the worst one possible? What was A again, though?
0: Dinner of the Dead. Dungeon Munchies. The Night Chef. Or The Bone of Food and War? I want to go A or D. A or D. A or D. A or D.
1: D. Just because it's awful.
0: Answer is B. Dungeon munchies.
1: Oh, I would have been wrong anyway. I was bouncing between the wrong two. It's okay.
0: Haha! It sounded too <laughs> creative.
1: That's why I was like, nope. Nope. That one's too good. All right. For the game.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, in this, the next game is a local multiplayer party game where you must chop, sear, and eat your way through a series of mini games to dominate the kitchen. Play with two or eight players where you can share your controller with a friend and crush the opposing teams and come out as the top chef. Is this a gourmand? B, party snacks. C, Refreshment Riot, or D, Munchfest?
1: Okay. <laughs> D could go with so many places. Um,
0: <laughs> it really can't.
1: Uh, <laughs> it really can't. Um, what was A? Uh,
0: gore Melee.
1: Let's go A, Gore Melee.
0: You were on a roll today. Yeah! It is Gore Melee. <clears throat> All right, I got I got two more and, and hopefully I can I can get you here. Uh, the next one in this game, it is Valentine's Day and you are about to celebrate this joyous occasion with your boyfriend on your spaceship. However, just as things are starting to heat up, the warning alarm sounds and the spaceship starts plummeting down to an, towards an unknown planet. The ship crash lands and you barely make it out alive. When you regain consciousness, you notice that your boyfriend is missing. Despite the perils that lay ahead, you must summon your strength and set off on this dangerous quest through open fields, abandoned space stations, and dark caves to find him. Is this A. Star Crash Lovers, B. Valentine's Space, C. Love is in the Space, or D. How to lose a guy on ten planets.
1: <laughs> I like that one. I don't know. I still feel like A. I think I'm gonna go with A.
0: The answer is C. Love is in the space. Ah, oh. It's okay. You got three. Yeah. So you Well, no, I still got three. Yeah, I mean you're, you're like already half up. If you get this one, or I mean you'll you'll at least
1: It would be a new record yeah. if I got this one. I think three was three my Three is max a good record already.
0: Time. All right, last one. In this game, something has gone awry. The conveyor belts are switched off, the penguin transportation tubes are malfunctioning, and the snack machine is out of order. In such substandard working conditions, it's going to take all of your skill to ensure that those crucial penguin deliveries are sent out on time. On top of that... Rumor has it that some pesky imposters are attempting to sneak their way into the delivery boxes. Your only defense against these terrible, troublesome fraudsters is constant vigilance and a large wooden mallet. This is a puzzle game with a number of weird and wonderful contraptions, each, with, uh, each of which can either be turned on or off or can have its direction changed. Your task is to get every penguin safely into a delivery box by getting each piece of equipment working in the right way at the right time. Okay. Is this... A. Suits in a box B. The Penguin Factory C. The Emperor Sweatshop or D. Chilly Willy Shipping Emporium Ooh,
1: B or D. Hmm... That's where my brain's going instantly. B or D? Because B seems very generic, but D would be kind of cute. So I'm gonna go B.
0: You are correct.
1: <laughs> new
0: record. You got four. Mm. That's amazing. Mm. 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 Good job. Yeah. I didn't do my job nice. worth a damn this week. So. Or. Or oh.
1: I just have less faith on the devs now. That's right. <laughs> the gross ones, I don't know. Now you just got to start coming up with stuff that doesn't make sense. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just got to. Or it makes too much sense and then it, it'll throw me off.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'll have to work on that.
1: Yours are just too good. I, I you know. It's the problem. I know.
0: I, I can't help it.
1: <laughs> You're just
0: too damn creative, man. So Lace, you played a game this week, did you not? A brand new I one? Did. If that. Uh... I did. I did. Like I said, it was a VR week
1: for, for me, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Well, well, why don't you tell us about uh, Blood and Truth?
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I'll try not to give it all away at the at the right. So I'm going to do nice little review of the Blood and Truth VR, which came out for PlayStation VR this week, Tuesday. Um, so set the stage. You play as Brian Marks, your ex-army, whose family kind of wheels and deals in an underworld crime war. Uh, the game opens on you already being in, being interrogated. So at this point, you don't know who the guy is. Uh, but he wants you to give him info on the people that he has pictured on the whiteboard for you. So you're in uh, like this garage type situation. Um, he's got hovered over you. You're sitting down at the table. Your character isn't interested in handing over that info. And he is no less pleased with you not cooperating. Who are they? You soon find out. So then you are thrown into your tutorial phase. Uh, so it throws you into the action of what Blood and Truth really has to offer you're at war your mission is to extract one of your own that has been captured you find yourself hunkered behind cover while chaos is happening all around you Helicopters, guns are going off, bombs are going off. Um, as, as you're taking in this world, you move through the space. You by looking, and you find predetermined arrows that are placed throughout. So while you look at it, you hit the appropriate button, and via locomotion coupled with comfort mode, which is what I think they call it, where the, uh, the your peripheral kind of um, fades out very narrowly, so the the, the sides are blackened Mm -hmm. and you can only see directly in front of you and then it opens back up when you when you come to a stop so that's how you move to that location so in this scene it gives you kind of the ins and outs of how to operate the game it's fairly simple really uh your guns are at your hips you reload from your chest aim and pull the trigger so as you go through the scenario they do a really great job of just throwing you into the action so after you rescue your man it takes you through this scene arcade style You're being moved through the environment. You have no control over where you're moving. And you're shooting your way through like a badass action movie. (laughs) So uh, then you just jump. And in slow motion while you're shooting your way out, your rescue car screeches in front of you as you hop in. And now as you expect... You're escaping in your vehicle, and it's up to you to shoot everyone who is coming to stop you along the way. So this is a really fantastic start to the game. So I can't even do it justice on just how awesome you feel as you're playing this scene. Um, And so the, the way the game kind of takes place is it takes you through vignettes of the story. So the shots are kind of mismatched to you go to the past, back to the present time. So this is kind of the formula that the game will play throughout. So and this becomes more clear as the next scene. Now you're on just a commercial airplane. You know, some guy sleeping to your left. You look out your window to your right. And then the scene will flash before you of why you were on this air, uh, getting on the airplane. And then now the scene will flash to you on like the walking escalator inside the airport um, to a guy who's holding a sign who is there to pick you up. Um, so as you get into the car, um, you find out the guy that's picking you up is one of your brothers. So there's a really nice, lovely exchange there uh, between you two just kind of catching up. You're, you're done with being in the army now. You're home. Uh, but you find out that the reason why you're going home is that your father has passed away. So uh, your mother is there. Now you're in a scene where you're at the family uh, office in your home. Um, You have your mother, your brother, your sister, and all in all, considering the circumstances of why you're there, it's a really lovely scene of how your family interacts with each other, how well that they all get along, um, the nice little funny quips that they do back and forth. Uh, So crime family aside, it's really fun to kind of explore this. And so this is where the game actually begins because now that the patriarch of your family business has passed away, and not nefariously, mind you, he passed away Um, the neighboring crime family has learned of this and now breaks into your home to strong arm you out of your business for themselves Mm -hmm. Um, and now you're off in all of its action glory Uh, and this is where I will kind of stop with the storyline stuff because I think past this you're going to go into more spoiler territory and I think for you you're really going to want to go into this um, exploring the story completely on your own Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, but it, it they—I, it was just a really nice way to introduce you to how all of it uh, happens and um, introducing you to the cast of characters that you're going to be interacting with throughout the game. Uh, so, mechanics. How does it play, right? So the mechanics, they're pretty straightforward for PlayStation VR. Um, So as I stated before, the movement is locomotion. So if you get motion sickness really, really, really easily, you might want to play this just little chunks at a time. Um, Although I feel that with it being with the comfort mode, because I'm the type that locomotion can be a bit difficult for me as well. Although I've been doing VR enough now that I can tell I can handle it more. Like Mm. I'm being able to play those types of games a little bit better. But the comfort mode did really help. Um, I found if you just picked your point where you were heading towards and just kind of stayed at it and let yourself move that I I was feeling okay. Because you can play this game 100% seated. So you don't have to stand up. So I pretty much played it 100% seated. Um, As you move, your peripherals are narrowed. So I kind of explained that before with your guns being at your hips and your holsters and you pick it up by placing your virtual hands over the guns pressing the trigger button to pick it up you don't have to continually hold the trigger button it'll stay in your hand until you replace it back into your holster um, and then you'd use the same button to fire you really you reload your gun by grabbing at your chest and then making the motion like you're putting the magazine back into the gun nice uh, so uh let's see as the game progresses you do get access to other guns so you start off with like just a regular handgun nine millimeter uh so you can also get shotguns automatics pump shotguns sniper rifles revolvers all of these different kinds of ones so at some point you can have up to four guns at a time two smaller ones that are at your hip two larger ones that are holstered on your back and the ammo is spread very nicely throughout all of the game uh I never ran into an issue of running out, mm-hmm. and I'm a spray and pray kind of player, <laughs> so if I didn't run out of gamo, um you'll probably be just fine, because there's only two modes to play. There was cinematic mode, which um, the way it articulated it was just like for a casual player who really just wanted to kind of go through the story and experience it, and then there was normal mode, which is what I played it on, um, where you can die, and uh, you will <laughs> eventually. Uh, So uh, the interaction in the game is set. So what I mean by that is you don't have dialogue options. Hmm. So it's your standard cut scenes. uh, But the interactions are quite fun. The way the story was written and how well the actors portrayed the parts was really immersive. Uh, The characters have a lot of heart, which comes through with every little joke, interrogation, even the silent exchanges between the characters that you see. Even when I wasn't directly in the uh, the action, I I really enjoyed every second of it. Um, There are collectibles that you can get throughout the game so definitely look around thoroughly in every scene. Um, Sometimes there's random bullseyes that will be kind of hidden or right there so you shoot them. Shooting them uh, earns you stars which you can use to later upgrade your weapons. Um, I didn't notice this right away so I'm not really sure how many I missed early on but uh, when I saw one that I passed it kind of made me sad because one complaint I do have is since the game is extremely linear once you've moved forward on an arrow you can't go backwards. Uh, Okay. So you'd have to do like another playthrough so if you turned around and looked behind you there's no more arrow that's going to show up and since you can't move freely to explore the world uh, you'll just have to go to another playthrough if you are an achievement hunter Mm. uh so uh they they also hid several flavors of vapes in the game because i guess since it's 2019 and people vape more than they smoke sure uh, so, check every drawer. And so, this kind of likens back to your brother in the very beginning. If you remember me saying that you had some really nice exchanges in the car as he was taking you home from the airport, um, he starts to vape. Your character asks, What the hell are you doing? What is that thing? You know? And so, he explains what it is and offers it to you. Go, Hey, try it out. Um, I, I took it I thought it was kind of weird that you couldn't actually take a hit off of it because in some games they actually let you smoke cigars mm-hmm. or do anything like that or I tried to and in my trying to I dropped it <laughs> and the brother actually looked at me and goes hey Butterfingers which I know is kind of small but for immersion's sake I thought that was a really nice thing to add in yeah. that it was reacting to something that you did in the game that was completely by accident on my part mm-hmm. Uh, So I found that that was kind of cute. So they also have like little statues that you can collect throughout the game as well. I found less of these than the other collectibles, so I'm not sure how many yet of all of those things you can collect. Um, So on the, speaking of upgrading your weapons, uh, so as I mentioned the story is very linear. So in between chapters you're sent to a safe house. Here's where you can see what you've collected thus far. And if you go into a basement, there's a shooting range that you can play in. You can practice shooting there if you like. Uh, But mostly, it's there for you to upgrade your guns. So you take your gun, you place it in the holster in front of you. And on a board to your right, it shows you the amount of stars that you have and how many pieces that you have that you've unlocked so far that you can place onto your gun. So there wasn't a whole lot of options. There was four that I've seen so far. You can add a silencer, a sight. A laser sight, if you ever get enough stars, I never did uh, get enough stars for that. I think it was like 90 stars that you needed to get the laser sight. And then you can change the color of your gun if you want to. Um, You can unlock different colors, and it's like a little paint spray gun. You pick up the color, you put it in there, and you can spray paint the gun. Mm. I think I unlocked blue and a yellowish-orange color. And then once you're finished here, you just exit via the elevator to your right, and then it moves you on to the next chapter. So it's kind of one of those things that once you've played whatever it considers a level, it'll put you in the, in the safe house. So how does it play? <laughs> it's really not too bad for PlayStation VR. And I know I might get a lot of crap for this, because my biggest complaint is that it's only on PlayStation VR. I feel Mm -hmm. like this game did itself an injustice by limiting it to what Sony's VR capabilities are. Why? Um, if you've played enough VR systems, Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it's because I've gotten so used to playing PC VR now that it's more evident to me just how bad the tracking can be on PlayStation VR. Um, it's just not there yet. So you have the one camera in front of you and it takes a quick scan of the, you know, the, room that you're in and you got the two wands or you can play with a controller with this game as well Hmm. Uh, I would just find that randomly throughout the game uh, my hands would jump six inches to the left or my arms would be where my elbows are in real life which would make interacting with things grabbing things impossible Uh, and the same with like You know, aiming the gun, you might have to overcompensate by really moving your gun to the right so it would appear straight in the game. Mm -hmm. So uh, those kinds of things, unfortunately, would really break the immersion, which would be terrible because a lot of the times there's plenty of action scenes where you have to climb on the side of a building, for example, climb a ladder, Um, you jump out of a window even at some point and have to grab a ledge to, to your safety. I was stuck in a cycle of about five deaths in a row because as I would grab the ledge my tracking would go away and I would fall to my death and then that breaks my immersion because now I have to exit and go back into the game's own calibration system to reset everything back up so everything would be correct in my world again so I could continue on so that legitimately frustrated me um, for a couple of things Uh, So, And before you ask, yes, I had the camera five to seven feet in front of me. Yes, my wands were fully charged. You know, like I'm not knocking PSVR because I I really do think um, if you're wanting to dip your toe into VR and you already own a PlayStation, this is a fantastic way to do it because it's really extremely economical and it really is good for what it is. It was just with this high impact action kind of game to lose the tracking at the times that I would broke the immersion so hard Mm -hmm. that the game is so fantastic that I feel like it deserves a a higher system that can run it and that's just my own personal opinion Um, so I mean hell I even killed friendlies by accident because as I mentioned earlier your bigger guns would get holstered to your back and there's no sensors in your back so the camera would lose tracking as I'm reaching behind me to grab my gun and as I mentioned shooting and picking things up are on the same button. So as I would put it in my back, if I had someone sitting to the right of me in the car, Sometimes I'd accidentally shoot them and that scene would be game (laughs) over because I was trying to put it in my holster, but it wouldn't register that I had it in my holster and I'd shoot my driver. (laughs) So kind of keep that in mind. If I had enough patience to feel the vibration of the wand so I would know I lined up with the holster, that would help too. But sometimes I had to just turn to where the camera could see my back and holster the gun so that I could successfully move on with that scene. Uh, But I think that particular thing only happened to me twice. So, or if I had a gun that required two hands, let's say the pump action shotgun, it would lose tracking on the one that has to pump. And then I would die because I couldn't get any shots off and people are shooting at me. So like those things kind of triggered me a little bit because you'd be in such a high action scene and it would just lose it. Mm -hmm. So really my biggest complaint is the hardware that it limited itself to. Um, but other than that, that's the only disservice I feel like this game did for itself was limiting it to. Yeah. There was like some small bugs where like some things would kind of half fall into the environment, but I feel like any VR game on any system has that or it'll glitch and bounce around for something. Like if you drop something and it just hit a corner just right. Um, but with that being said, I still don't feel like it was bad enough to not warrant getting this game because all in all, I am very, very happy with this purchase So go give him your money, in my opinion, hands down. This is easily one of my favorite VR games to date. Nice. You feel like such a badass in an action movie. If you allow yourself to just fully take on the character as you move through the game, you're going to have a blast. Just sit at home and role play, dude. Get into it because it's so much fun. Double gunning, running through slow motion scenes or taking advantage of precision mode, which is one thing that you have. If you hit both of the buttons down at the same time, it slows it down for you Mm -hmm. also. So like kind of Mad Max style or whatever it is when they got that slow motion and just double gunning it through slowly. You just feel so awesome. Uh, So uh, there's even a scene That takes you through the planning of your revenge. So you start off in a room. You're talking with this guy about your plans. Boom. Next vignette, you're taken to you executing that part. Boom. You come back in and you're like, what's the next part? Boom. You go back. It's very Ocean's Eleven. Nice. And it just felt nice. So it it, it appears that you probably could kind of do this stealthily or go in guns blazing. I always chose guns. Uh, (laughs) But... Uh, In spite of the flaws of just the PSVR, I think this game just nailed everything. Um, You get about five to six hours of campaign in this. You'll feel like Jack Reacher. I honestly just, I I feel like you need to just buy this game. I want to support this London Studios because it it caught my eye. If if some of you might remember Worlds that had five different VR games Mm -hmm. on it, kind of like demo length. Uh, London Heist was on there, which is by this people. And when I played London Heist, I was insanely excited for this game and immediately sought out the developers who did this because I had to know if they were making anything else, and that's when I discovered they were, in fact, working on Blood and Truth. Um, I haven't had this much fun in a game in a super long time. Nice. It, It was awesome. So as far as what the devs put out there, hands down, love it. And I even love that there might have left room for DLCs.
0: Good, good, good.
1: The way that it ended. So I hope we get more. Throw them your money. Like I said, my only complaint is that I wish it would have also been on PC because I think it really deserves to have um, like a better tracking system so that you could stay immersed in it the whole time. Um, my God, it's a great game. It really is. Freaking love it. Freaking You've love it. You heard it
0: here first. <sighs> or maybe you haven't. But yeah, you maybe didn't know not. Anything but my
1: God, I just just man alive i really it it exceeded my expectations because i had a feeling it was going to be a lot of fun Mm. but you really do feel like you're in an action movie it's so cool the way they slow things down you're jumping off of buildings you're jumping out of airplanes you're breaking through windows like it's just oh go play this game go play it if you have playstation vr man just throw your money
0: at it you'll have so much fun i think i'm gonna have to course i've already said i don't and just to like you know i
1: did play on regular playstation Two. it wasn't the pro so i don't know mm. if there's going to be some people that are like they're tracking with the pro because i don't think that has anything to do with it No. but just for the sake of transparency i do not have a playstation pro and as you know from what last week i didn't even think i had a playstation so by the the grace of god it just turned itself back on randomly one day and so i was able to play this game so. good
0: did uh, now uh, yeah to kind of Talk about your PlayStation problem. What what exactly happened? Did it crash or was it showing an error message?
1: It was doing that beep, 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 oh. which as I was doing um, research on it, kind of made it sound like it was the Xbox's equivalent to the Red Ring of Death. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like the light would kind of faintly go across the back of it and just go
0: beep, 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 beep,
1: and never fully turn on. Mm-hmm. And this happened for several days. So we just put it on a shelf and was just like, well, Maybe I'll see if I can go get it fixed or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one day I just kind of looked up some other solutions. And honestly, one of them was just to smack it. (laughs) (laughs) I know I laughed. I'm like, all right. So I not real hard, obviously, because I didn't want to break it, break it. But I just smacked it real hard on the top and plugged it back in and it turned on. So I like to think I beat it in submission. Nice,
0: nice. Now, you,
1: Maybe it just needed a good long break, but I don't know. <laughs> but I like to think it was because I smacked it around and showed it who's boss.
0: For sure. No, you actually reminded <laughs> me of an a incident I had yesterday because I thought mine was gone. Because I oh no. I turned it on and was immediately greeted to this error message where it was like trying to update. And it said, update cannot be completed or file cannot be found error code yada 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 and i'm just sitting there pressing my buttons on my controller and i'm like what is going on because it just it had the little okay button and i'm like Mm -hmm. nothing's working nothing's working so i shut it off i unplugged it i did all these things and that error message remained and i'm like what happened what happened Mm -hmm. so i started looking it up and somebody said if you've got a, a cable for your controller just plug it in there and wire it and then as soon as I did it hit okay and it went through and I was like, Oh thank God. Interesting. Because I really started getting worried because I started seeing these other uh screens show up that said rebuilding data and all this other stuff. I'm like, please don't reset oh, no. Yeah, don't reset my <laughs> yeah, my system. That would be bad. But everything came back. So I was happy.
1: So good. All right.
0: But yeah, blood and Go truth. Play this game. Go play it.
1: So I need to tell you, just go spend it. You, you won't regret it. You'll love it, dude. That's another Trying to talk him into game. it. I know. I know. But this one I encourage. I I will be the, let, let Katrina yell at me. <laughs> be like, but yeah, you play it too, Katrina. And I think you'll love it. You'll feel like such a badass. Mm-hmm. Definitely playing it again.
0: Okay. Good, good, good. Well, that's our show. If you've got nothing else. And nah, uh, nah. thank you. To all of our listeners out there in Radioland, remember to follow us on Twitter at SuperMegacrash. Find us on Instagram. You can view our weekly icon art. Shoot us an email at SuperMegacrash at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show if we ever get one. You can support the show <laughs> by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and you can even go to patreon.com slash Productions. And should you want to share the love, tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on Apple Podcast for now, uh, <laughs> unless something happens, <laughs> right? It's not we'll our fault. F- yeah, it's not our fault. Uh, but we're also on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube at youtube.com dot slash Pencil and Paper Productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Lacey O'Finley. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on.